you for tuning in to my very first episode of The Writer's Respite. I'm your host, Brittany Adele, and I'm super excited to be starting this journey with all of you, the listeners of the show. Before I delve into today's topic, I want to talk a little bit about my background in writing. I currently have two self-published novels, both of which are on Amazon. I'll go ahead and place their links in the show notes in case you guys would like to check them out. So I have been writing books ever since I learned to read and write. So ever since I was super young, before I turned nine, of course, those were mostly scribblings at that age. But about when I turned 10, my writing really took off. Once I discovered the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the Fellowship of the Ring movie, Seeing that movie led me to reading the books right away and that inspired me to delve into the writing world and really learn how to construct a book with proper punctuation and grammar, at least the best that I could at that age. I remember begging my mom to buy the books for me. I mean, obviously at that age, the comprehension, the reading comprehension wasn't nearly what it would be if you were older and reading the book, but I still knew enough and I still understood enough to just really know that those novels were extremely well written, obviously, And the character development, even at that age, it just floored me. Like, I was taken into that world. I grew up reading the Narnia books, which were obviously more age-appropriate. And they did it for me, too. Like, I absolutely loved Narnia. And reading those books, I had them read aloud to me as a kid. And then, you know, I read them myself. Then once I could, like, once I got older, and along with Little House on the Prairie... Um, just those really classic books and they really made me want to write. It was just a passion that I've always had since I was so young. And then fast forwarding through the years where I continued to write novels, I was grabbing inspiration from anywhere that I could and gaining knowledge along the way all the way up until the year I turned 16. So that's when I started writing more heavily than I ever have in my life. I mean, I'd always been writing on and off throughout the summers. I would write more when school wasn't in and I would literally get inspiration from anything. Like, I would watch a movie like Spy Kids and then the show I Dream a Genie and I would gather so much inspiration that I actually kind of combined the two and I made this really detailed, and I mean, I was probably somewhere between like 11 and 14, I would say, is about the time that I was writing these. And I would write like 20 different books in this series about spy genies. So always gathering just any inspiration that I could find at that age. And so then the year that I turned 16, I found the website for NaNoWriMo. Um, For those of you that don't know, NaNoWriMo is a month-long challenge where you push yourself to write 50,000 words in a manuscript in the month of November. So you have to write 50,000 words um, within 30 days. So that's a pretty big undertaking. Um, Pretty cool, though. It really gives you a drive to do it. I personally had friends that were doing it, so that helped. 
to make me really want to get up and like have that fire to kind of just write it and get it done and say that I did it. So I got this astounding idea of a thriller novel thanks to a very vivid dream that I had one night and it just so happened to be in early November. So I had friends participating in NaNoWriMo and I felt that it was a perfect opportunity to start that book that I had just been inspired so heavily to write. I ended up completing the manuscript within the month, but after November was over, I continued to edit and manipulate the storyline to create something even bigger and better, and eventually it turned into the 700-page novel that I have published on Amazon right now, and it's called The Virtue Chronicles, Blood of Innocence. Between the time I first began writing Blood of Innocence and published it, I actually wrote another full-length thriller romance novel titled Smoke Before My Eyes, which... Actually, that one became my very first publication back in 2012, and that one is also published on Amazon. After both novels were completed and published, I've been working very hard on a horror novel. While both of my publications are in the thriller genre, I have such a personal love of horror that I am so very excited to perfect my current work in progress and get it out there for the world to see and enjoy. There's so much more that I'd love to tell you all about my life as an author and now as a full-time freelance writer, but I think that I can save some of that for a later episode. So today I want to talk a little bit about research and how time spent researching can really enhance your novel. writing a really good story is having a ton of research behind it. The quality of your writing clearly matters too, but if you are taking the time to build a world and characters and plot, then it needs to be believable. When I wrote my first full-length novel, The Blood of Innocence book, things were a little different. Yes, I had Google and I used internet search engines for so many research purposes, but even more so now we have all kinds of outlets to educate yourself. Alongside forums and search engines, I actually utilized my local libraries a lot. The novel I was researching for, Blood of Innocence, was centered around a cult, so I checked out any and every single book I could find about cults in general, and even some about certain religions. Even though the cult I was writing about wasn't the same cults that I was researching through the books, I was able to find out so much about how cults work and the psychological aspects of the leaders and their followers and their day-to-day lives. It opened my eyes to so many behind-the-scenes things about cults that aren't really even spoken about in media. So finding numerous sources of information can kind of tie up all those loose ends and make one huge really big picture for you to fully understand so much about a subject that you can write about it like it's the backside of your hand. It's important to absorb any information you can to build an immersive story world down to something even so simple as coffee or alcoholic drinks. Okay, so for example, if you have the main protagonist and she likes coffee, you can simply write a sentence that says, quote, she grabbed her usual coffee from the cafe and beelined straight for the office so she wouldn't be late for her shift, unquote. 
Or if you're not entirely versed on coffees, though we're writers, so I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you are fully aware of the world of coffee, you can still utilize research, no matter how small or how quickly, to make more of a sentence. Say your protagonist is also on a fitness journey. You can search for the best ways to order coffee in a healthy manner and write your sentence into something like this. Quote, it was day 10 of her healthy eating routine, so she wasn't about to ruin it with a high-calorie coffee. She ordered her latte to be made with coconut milk and held the syrups so she could add her own sugar substitute. Then she was off to work, feeling great about her decision. Unquote. The one flat sentence has now turned into two full sentences that express more about your character and their preference. Even if you feel you have all the knowledge in the world about a subject, it will always pay to look further into it and see if there's something you may have missed somewhere along the way or maybe something has changed about the subject since the last time you educated yourself. I mean, we're in 2020 now and things are so much different now than they even were 10 years ago so it always pays that even if you think you know everything about it always re-immerse yourself into that world so that you're sure to not miss anything to the best of your abilities now there are many ways to expand your research if you don't want to go for more of an old school route like I did with the library (laughs) I know that that's not what a lot of people do nowadays I would still highly suggest investing in ebooks that can further your education on the topics you're writing about. I personally, I never did ebooks. I did um, physical copies. I also joined several forums that were related to subjects that I was researching. And I read a lot of blog posts too, written by people with firsthand experiences. So, If you can, find the time to seek out individuals with a higher knowledge and background in your desired subject and speak with them to get further insight. This is super important and it's also super easy now with the way social media is set up. You can just search for keywords in Twitter, you can search for keywords in Facebook, Instagram, and try to find people that are involved with what you're writing about and get their input because firsthand experience is the best way to go about it. Getting firsthand experience from somebody who is in that subject is just really going to give you like a lot of substance to work with. You know, some people might not really feel comfortable talking. That's okay. You can move on to somebody else. Ask them. Also, that's a good way to get your name out there too. Um, Then they'll know that you're working on something related to that subject and kind of get your name out there and meet new people too. You know, I've also found that With research, you can be researching something specific and then you end up learning something that doesn't really even pertain to that subject, but it can give you inspiration for something else entirely within your same book, whether it be like inspiration for character development, personality traits, behavior traits, Any information that you get, you can use in your book. And it's just going to make it so much more believable. And the readers are going to feel like you really know what you're talking about. And it's going to diversify so much about your characters and your plot and your world that you're building within your book. So... 
there are so many options out there for research these days. It's crazy. Like, I swear you can get lost researching for way longer than you can writing word count. And honestly, researching is just as important as having quality writing. Because if you don't have the research behind it, then what good is a quality of words and a sentence? It can be the most structured sentence ever, but if it doesn't make sense and it isn't believable, then it's going to break that story world that you're trying so hard to convey to your readers in your fiction novel. And this also goes obviously for nonfiction, but I would hope that if you're writing a nonfiction book about a subject that, you know, you would know a lot about it and you would already be utilizing a lot of research to create that book. But, you know, it goes for fiction extremely so. It's just so much more believable when you put that effort behind it. And you're also going to just feel like smarter and more accomplished the more that you know. And who knows, you may learn something randomly in your research today that you'll utilize five years down the road because you already learned it. And then you go back and you kind of reteach yourself some more about that subject. So there's always inspiration to be found in research. So if you make sure to take the time to really delve into it and keep your research sharp and on point and put a lot of hours into it, then I promise you that your plot and your world will get so much stronger with that. I hope that this episode has been insightful and I look forward to starting this journey with each and every one of you as I continue bringing new episodes of The Writer's Respite. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brit Adele, that's B-R-I-T-A-D-E-L-L-E, and on Facebook at Brittany Adele, that's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-A-D-E-L-L-E. And you can also email me with any questions or comments that you have. My email is brittadelfreelance at gmail.com. Until next time, happy writing!